0: you gotta on this beat bro but how J- just do it man i don't even know what to say just go off the top what yeah just just go off the top man you got it yeah, i, I kind of like that yeah i'll even do the ad-libs for you oh for real yeah all right then let's get it it's lit Know What to say, yo? I'm gonna just go off the top, okay? I need no what to say, okay? I'm gonna just go off the top, hey? I need no what to say, Ash, get it? I'm gonna just go off the top, okay? I need no what I need, no what I need, no I Hello, and welcome back, everybody, to the OTT podcast. So and as always, everything is off the top. I'm your co host, Oxstatic, and joining me is my good friend and birthday boy. Actually, blew it up for the birthday boy, Namai Kumar. Namai, 22 today, brother, 22. You share what? the same birthday, same. You share the same birthday as Pop Smoke. The Woo. Are you yeah. guys both Woo's in a sense, then? I guess Cancer
1: Life, man. Me and, me and me and Pop Smoke on that Cancer Life.
0: That sounds really bad when when you oh, really. Oh, I like, mean like, the, <laughs> the, the, the
1: horoscope, not not, not cancer. The, ho- the
0: horoscope, the horoscope. Everyone, be sure it's just uh, the horoscope.
1: Shout out to Abusi.
0: Kansas? Shout out to Boosie. Speaking of Pop Smoke, Ben, he just dropped his deluxe today on his 20th, or July 20th, his 21st birthday, so very close in age to us. Uh, Pop Smoke just did release a deluxe version of Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon with eight new tracks, a couple of remixes, and a really, really soft interlude called Imperfections. An r cut from pop smoke, as we've seen on this album before the deluxe dropped, a lot of versatility on this. And I feel like with this deluxe, it just keeps on giving with his versatility and 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 what skills he he's he's able to bring to the table. What are
1: your first Uh, thoughts on this? I I think that I I mentioned it when we were talking right before we started recording that it's crazy to me. I, I feel like this album would have definitely skyrocketed his popularity because of just how many different styles he was trying out. I do think it's weird that they added so many songs to a deluxe version. And I right. think that kind of leads into like a bigger question of like how much the, the definition too much. of like a deluxe album has changed in the last couple of years
0: yeah back in the day actually not even back in the day like five six years ago it was more so like adding three four really quality tracks yeah but in this case with pop smoke i I think it's sort of like a special scenario just because he's gone and they want to put out his oh of course not We're, we're not complaining we're just kind of questioning the fact like what have deluxe albums become you look at uzi for example he dropped a deluxe album with pretty much an entire new album in that ea deluxe was you know 12 13 new songs basically a new cover New album artwork, new everything, and it kind of think released was, in a I separate I think it's like a
1: very interesting progression of like a deluxe album used to be just like you said, just adding two to three tracks uh, to like now, like like I would say like two years ago, even it like transitioned to like four or five songs. It was like almost like adding a little EP to the to the deluxe to to the yeah. regular album. Yeah, and which now it worst, feels like, like everyone releases a whole other album with their album. I mean that's
0: kind of just the normal thing to do nowadays. I, I feel like maximize it while you got it in a sense of trying yeah. to cl- like to grab whatever, you know, popularity it's the era of that you virality, have right, right now, right? Exactly. It's, the era of virality. Yeah. Can we we might, we might title the Dude, this we episode the era. That. <laughs> <Can we> somehow <laughs> trademark it.
1: It's just everyone's everyone's uh, attention span has been so low that you gotta, if you want people to pay attention to your project, you're gonna have to drop a whole new album that they're gonna take the time to digest.
0: <laughs> That's how you really keep the attention spans of people by extending another hour to your album. But regardless, yeah. we have 14 total tracks from this. We have three mixes, uh, three remixes, rather. Yeah, yeah, Diana, and Enjoy Yourself, which were all on the album. Uh, features, two features actually from Fabio Foreign, PMB Rock. Jamie Fox, Gunna, Young Thug, and a boogie with a hoodie, also including Davido and Dread Wu and Daffy Wu. I, I don't know who Dread and Daffy Wu are. I'm assuming they're a part of, you know, Pop Smoke's crew, his posse. Um, I bet you they have really close friends with them. So I, I'm not really the sure collective. their story at this moment in time. What's up? The Wu Collective. The Wu Collective. Honestly, the Wu, the Wu Tang Clan. Oh. I don't know. I I don't know. They're probably going to get mad at me that I said that, but that's totally okay. (laughs) Ghostface Um, killer. Ghostface killer. Hopefully doesn't really come at me with the smoke right now. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for him. He'd body me any day of the week. Uh, Hotel lobby, probably one of my favorites from the deluxe. I'm going to have to go. Really, a very, strong,
1: really strong intro that's what i'm saying like right off the
0: bat i, I think pop smoke it, it's so obvious it, it it's almost too obvious to think how talented this guy was and the fact that if he was alive he'd be going on every single press tour imaginable right now really getting his name out there in the mainstream for for anybody that didn't know who he was he, he'd be on some sort of role right now and actually him and juice were the pretty much the top artists right now in the country leading billboard charts and leading sales i think pop smoke sold 250 first week juice had 497 the highest debut ever this year he beat out the weekend with 447k that that debut album after hours was was unreal for the weekend and juice seemed to shatter it but the posthumous albums this year seemingly have have risen to the occasion in a sense i i don't think either any of these posthumous albums we've seen have flopped and even adding a deluxe to Pop Smoke's album kind of just gave it an extra layer to him that we didn't know before. Because we, we, we hear a lot of Caribbean vibes, too. This track with DeVito, the Tsunami, um, there's definitely a lot of different things that Pop Smoke is trying. And he was definitely working on something. He's, he was trying to curate a sound for himself. And I, I think with all this, this mismatch of uh, the, his drill, his signature drill sound, with the Caribbean, with the R&B, with the love songs, with the 90s era G-Funk type vibe, you know, he could do it all. He's proven that he's able to do it all. And, you yeah. know, I miss him, man. I mean, happy birthday, Pop, rest in power. This is this is one of those deluxes that will probably stick around for a little bit.
1: I think, uh, like, from an artistic standpoint, my biggest um, qualm with, with Pop Smoke was originally that he, his sound was, like, pretty narrow. I mean, it was his, but it was very yeah. narrow, right? And I think that this album has proven me wrong time and time again. I'm going back to a lot of it and I'm like, wow, this is some really melodic music from someone who made uh, Welcome to the Party and
0: exactly Dior. I mean, Dior's on there still, but you know, pop's singing on literally half of this album, even on the Deluxe, he's singing more so than I thought he would have. Jamie Foxx is also on this on She Feelin' Nice, another Caribbean type vibe track. This, I don't know what it is. The fact that he's able to just go back and forth between even as hip hop cuts on this too, a young thug and gun on paranoia in hello with a boogie with a hoodie um going back and forth between sort of just experimenting that sound and then going back to traditional hip hop do you think pop smoke you can you can you really put him in a corner anymore i feel like people just kind of assume that he's just a drill rapper and people will go to him for drill and for that new york new age sound that he kind of brought up and raised and brought to the limelight do you think he's able to contain that anymore do you think people should Continue to put him in that one specific category after all this.
1: I think that he popular—that's the sound that he popularized, or repopularized rather. Yeah, but um, he's definitely proven that that's not going to be the only sound that he can be proficient in. So um it's just it's so unfortunate to have to talk about him like this because this album was such a stark reminder of the potential that was there. Right. Uh, versus, I mean. Obviously, there's a limited amount of music that we're going to be able to get now from 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 him at from least, him
0: and, and who knows if we're even going to get any more after this? I mean, thirty six, exactly. thirty four actually. Pop Smoke songs. I don't know if this is the what? end of the vault for Pop Smoke's team. I don't know if they're going to have any more releases coming in the near future or the long future. I hope so. I mean, I, I think both you and I really want to hear some more Pop Smoke. So,
1: I think some features great. for sure. I think some features are definitely coming. I mean, you look at a lot of these uh, the the track list itself is like star-studded in terms of features and uh, from from my from my knowledge of of the matter it seems like a lot of these were done uh before he died yeah so if they were making more music i'm hoping that he wasn't just going into the studio and making one song
0: and then dipping. I doubt it. I I just don't, I don't think Pop Smoke has that kind of work ethic. Actually, A Boogie posted a picture with him and Pop in the studio. And I think it was last night, actually, uh, Sunday night, as Pop Smoke's album uh, dropped at midnight last night. Um, A Boogie put out that photo of them, too. It's like, hey, go listen to uh, me and my brother's song on uh, his new deluxe album, Rest in Power. And I feel like, you know, if they're close, both of them are from New York, um, I feel like Pop might be getting on an A Boogie album in the next, you know, couple months, year or two, whenever he drops next. I'm pretty sure I saw something that A Boogie was was going to be dropping at some point this year. Um, I'm not I think sure. it's
1: interesting to note that, like, when an artist gets popular off of drill, uh, yeah. specifically talking like Chief Keef, or even like some drill rappers from the UK, like SL and uh, some of those uh, mm-hmm. uh, drill, like UK, like UK drill like, drill like Skepta, rappers, Skepta, yeah, like I got, you, they, I got you. They're super, super. Um, well connected in terms of the music scenes in their respective areas, right? Because I think so. Personally, I hadn't listened to much Pop Smoke before, prior to his collaborations with Travis and and others, but uh now i'm seeing a lot more like he was hanging out with 50 cent he was hanging out with a boogie people who were already huge in his hanging city you know
0: with Quavo and tyga and they were texting and you know i don't know i'm if you so saw surprised that, yeah. we
1: didn't get any asap uh asap yeah right no
0: asap collaborations all of them from new york and everything and it's kind of crazy to see but you know maybe maybe asap's got something in the vault with him maybe we'll maybe we'll see that in, a few, in, in the few the. i feel like he was months. out
1: a yams day too was he he probably I he was. was. I mean, last I could he be probably
0: wrong. was yeah. just because he's he's been in New York. I think he moved to Beverly Hills when he was actually doing that acting role. He, he you see that video of him like he was like I think he was like, oh yeah when he was auditioning about? he's yeah. auditioning for some role in some movie and it actually was really good and I think when he came out to do that he like stayed in L A. and he was like there he was in Beverly Hills and everything. So Interesting. if he ever comes back to New York. Or if he ever did come back to New York, rather. Hopefully, ASAP's got something in the vault with him. I'd love to see that collab. I really would. Me too. I think Paranoia, however, is probably the best song off of this deluxe with Gunna and Young Thug. I think this is just a track that everyone's been waiting for for a very long time. This track has been leaked uh, for maybe about a month now. I stayed away from it. I didn't even touch this. I'm not going to disrespect Pop's name and listen to that early. Um, So I waited, and I'm very happy I waited for this one. And it's a very melodic track. Even Gunna has, I mean, Gunna's kind of really reasserted his force this year, especially. Well, with you, the can, you can you can go
1: back to it now. You can go back exactly. to the version with the Pusha T verse.
0: Yeah. and um, you know, that's another thing we should talk about because I don't with hearing Young Thug and Gunna on it, I didn't think Pusha fit this track as much as I want to say that. Have it, you heard it, the Pusha version yet? I haven't heard the Pusha verse. It's just I'm thinking about how Push raps, and yeah. I'm thinking about how he sounded on Joey's album. And I'm thinking about how Pop and him would mesh on this beat. I don't think it would work as well as I'd want it to. Just because both of them are just so on the other ends of the spectrum. You know what I mean? I feel like Gunna yeah. and Young Thug are very versatile in the way that they can fit Pop Smoke's sound. I don't know if Push can do that. I mean, Push is a very talented rapper. He's a very exquisite lyricist, if you will. Um, but I don't know if that you know song, that vibe would match very well on yeah. that. So I'm happy that you know if Fifty did do this deluxe, I'm pretty sure he did. You know, he probably had a huge hand in curating the deluxe as well. I'm happy oh, I'm that sure. you sure on there.
1: Executive producers will be would stay be for on both the would be for both the original and the deluxe. Yeah, I assume so. so. I'm I, sure I, that I'm Fifty just, had a part to play.
0: I'm pretty sure as well. I'm just I don't want to say anything just because if it's not yeah. super factual, I, I'm, I'm wow. assuming. I would look it up if you need to. People. Hey, come on,
1: we're, we're speculators here, okay, guys. We're, we're, we're not speculators. journalists. Actually, well, you're a journalist. I, I'm, just a <laughs> I'm just a guy.
0: I'm just, I'm just a guy.
1: We're just, a, just guy. a guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just the guy behind the mic, uh, and you just need to get it done with the journalist. And hey, you're a journalist in a way. You, you're I guess doing your
1: now, no, I guess I'm so, no. a journalist. We're like, this is our tenth episode, dude.
0: I think this is our t- Is it our tenth or ninth episode? I'm pretty sure this it's our, our tenth. I'm pretty sure number ten. Oh my. That's 10. 10. Bro, that's 10 episodes on your We're birthday. Double too. digits on my double birthday. Digits, that's actually grinding time, low-key. Like I feel like ever since we started this, it's been so much head down and keeping it, keeping it there and working hard and trying to perfect. We it. haven't so, pat
1: ourselves on the back for any of this hard work we've been we doing. We really
0: haven't pat ourselves on the back. So you know, thanks to us. We and you know thank what? you. And
1: thank, thank you, me. listeners.
0: Thank you, listeners. <laughs> thank you for sticking around with us. We really appreciate you guys. And all the stuff, all the love, actually, we've been getting on Twitter lately. We've got a lot more follows on the past few weeks. And to all of our new listeners and our old listeners, man, we we appreciate you all. And, and, you know, I love just, it. All.
1: We've been making just, friends. Really?
0: We've been making even, friends. They're
1: and, not even listeners. They're our friends.
0: They're our homies. They're OTT <laughs> gang members, if you will. <laughs> if you will. If you will. Please be sure to follow us at Top on Twitter. And please be sure to listen to us on SoundCloud and Spotify at Off the Top Podcast. Like I just said, we appreciate all of you. Drake also dropped two new songs in mine. And are we disappointed or are we happy?
1: I'd say that we are underwhelmed <laughs> to uh, say the least. I don't know. Like we I, I kinda like I liked Pop Star. I thought it was it was nice to hear Drake. See, there's there's two versions of Drake that I like. Yeah. And I, I have the, to hear the, those the one version is is what I feel is his like real self when he's like simping, you know, like the jungle or take care. Ooh.
0: Yeah, that's what you like to hear, like that those deep cuts on. If you're reading this, is too late. Sort of those underwater lo-fi vibes. Yeah, that's the Drake exactly. I love too. I
1: feel you. But then there's the other, like newer iteration of Drake that I really that I like, which is um like the braggadocious, like yeah. I got money and you don't type. I, Drake. I feel like that's feel the, like the that's only really thing he flexes star. Yeah so I, I don't know i really like f- that song i thought greece was like whatever i mean i expected these songs to just kind of be like considering that dj Khaled's involved <laughs> i just expected these songs to be kind of the out there cycle radio but yeah,
0: it, it seems like everything dj Khaled is hopping on especially in the past you know a couple years i feel like dj Khaled. he doesn't really do much but he is one of the probably the best curators in the business as far as getting artists together to do music. For real. And I think honestly. Drake and DJ Khaled have had such a great connection over the years. I mean No New Friends was probably one of their breakthrough hits. I'm um, on one, dude. I'm on one as well actually. You both can't of those be missing tracks on, are I'm on one. I'm on one is hey, like my
1: favorite song. You didn't even like-
0: let me get you didn't even let me get to it. You <laughs> no New you you Friends
1: came after. I thought you were going chronologically.
0: It doesn't what <laughs> well, uh, chronologically, both songs are great however. So the relationship yeah, has always been enough. there with Drake and DJ Khaled. Between Greece and Popstar, obviously, I feel as though more effort was put into the Popstar. There's a couple of lines in there where he's talking about, you know, him being too rich and, you know, my visa takes as many charges as it needs to and Rihanna, Selena, you, you know, it doesn't matter. He's flexing on how rich he is. But at the same time, I feel like that's all he has left. I feel like ever since he's been exposed by Push, he doesn't really have anything else and he's just getting roasted on Twitter for having Zoom back. I want a family-style
1: and- album. I want family Drake, style. Drake Cole, D Cole. Whoa. I want him Whoa. to be on his like sacrifices. You know, you, you, you know, yeah, yeah, some yeah. sacrifices off. Of yeah, the, of more the life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh, sacrifices just, on
0: the dreamers. Got you.
1: Yeah. Where, no, where he's like talking about like where Jay Cole's talking about like his family. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted that from Drake now. I feel like he's he, he's like getting up there in, in terms of like be having like a rap career. Right. He's like he's in yeah. 30s now. He, he could drop a really, like, good, mature album. I just feel like he's been... He's staying, like, in that kind of immature state where I kind of want to see him grow out of. It's It's hard
0: for him, I guess, just because, one, he's still trying to, you know... Appease his brand, and he's really trying to push his business for it. I guess his name and his likeness. I mean, there's so much more money to be made if it's him, just because he's always out here trying to grind and hustle for it. Uh, yeah, Tosi Slide, perfect example, perfect brand marketing for TikTok, and that blew up, and it, it, it pretty much just put him on the map on that app, in, in a sense. And with these two songs, obviously, Popstar definitely has more effort. There's, there's, you know, more defined lyricism in this. Um. Whereas Grease, Grease is just a vibe and he's trying out the baby voice. He's hopping on the trend, but that's kind of what Drake has been the past year or two, just really catering to the trends and trying to see if he can do it better than the original creator. And, you know, he gets a lot of hate for that, but he also gets a lot of love for that. Billboard really loves him for that. His, his songs really pop off if he hops on these popular trends and he's but one of those longevity, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, they don't, they don't Drake have will always do
1: sales, but he'll do first week sales. And then after, three months we forget what the songs are called exactly So i, I kind of want to see i want to see uh, drake make his classic you know yeah do you
0: think uh, this is actually a great question to kind of bring up from these two songs with with grease and pop star both of these songs kind of just coming off with mixed reactions i guess do you think this is something the the sounds that we hear kind of what he's doing on these tracks do you think this is an inkling for what we're going to get on his album coming up
1: yeah, I would assume so. Is he has he announced anything about an album?
0: You know, there hasn't been any official announcement about any albums, but from, you know, various reports and just kind of what we've been seeing between all these hip hop accounts on Twitter, apparently Drake's been saying actually no, he told fifty that the album's coming on IG Live, so I remember that. And then he's been teasing an album on his Instagram with kind of just him in the studio putting out on his actually, yeah. On, I've seen a lot of videos of Drake live.
1: just on he's Instagram in live in the studio.
0: Yeah, so I think I'm pretty sure the album's coming out. We just don't know when. Um, but if you think both of these songs are going to be fitting the vibe of his album, I don't. I don't know if we're going to be getting that classic Drake. Uh, but what do you think? What do you think about?
1: I don't think he's. I don't think he's there mentally yet. I think he's still kind of on a money money grind. Which is crazy to me. I, you're Drake. You're like infinite, infinitely rich. But you're
0: infinitely rich, and you're a legend in your own right. So why do you? Guys I, yeah, I just I it? want
1: him to make a legendary album, right? When we yeah. when we talk on about looking at people's opinions of Drake's music on Twitter, like he doesn't get the critical acclaim that like that artists, he should. That don't make as don't make as much numbers as him. Yeah, uh, do right when we talk about J Cole or Kendrick we're talking about a different level of music quality than than drake has given us at least in in recent years so i'm i'm kind of hoping like drake will undeniably always do numbers right absolutely i think that it's just a matter of him kind of being at peace with himself and and making a just an introspective record is kind of what i what I want. I mean, not that Drake gives a shit what I want, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's okay there. to
0: talk on it though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe as far as looking for that classic tape, that next classic tape from Drake, I think you're right. I, I don't think he's in that mindset yet. I, I feel like he's just trying to put out what he can put out just because he can and just because he's Drake. Um, but, you know, if you go back to Take Care and Nothing Was the Same and If You're Reading This Is Too Late and even Views, I think More Life is kind of where Drake's discography starts to tail off a little bit in strength and quality. But at the same time, More Life is still a really good tape. There's a lot of lot of sounds to come out of that album. And when you go into Scorpion, that's where kind of things get a little bit muddy as far as you start to question his effort and what he's doing in his writing style and his flow switch ups. And he sounds kind of unearthly and annoying and, and, and braggadocious and whatever you want to say. I think when you look I like Insecure the, Drake. I like Drake. Yeah, feel, insecure, uh, insecure Drake in the feels is
1: want like, people want. I want to like put him down. I want to like neg him so that he makes better music. <laughs> That's I, why people like, are putting down. I know him he's down. talented, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. He's hella talented. I, I, want, I, I mean, want the best for my Drake. man. <laughs> he, I think with all the BS that he's getting on IG and Twitter lately, actually just social media in general, I bet you that'll probably fuel some sort of tracks on the next album. I, I bet you he's going to, you know... I don't know. I just want Drake just be real for one second, just not be super cryptic uh, exactly. and just say it straight up and just be like, I don't know. I want, I want him to rap about his current situation. I want him to rap yeah. about how he's feeling. I want him to rap about his love life. I want him to rap about what's going on in his life and not really talk about, you know, flexing on other people or all the young rappers are trying to hop on trends. I just want him to make his music. I want him to make the music. That's well, true to him. That's a huge
1: and aspect of musicality that I feel like gets ignored, right? Is, is By him ability. at least, right?
0: Yeah, right, 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 right. And I think you can even look at artists like, I mean, we keep bringing up Juice World, but he's a perfect example of bringing up vulnerability in in your emotions and not being afraid to showcase that. And I just feel like, Drake is one of those artists that really put that into hip hop and in current landscape of hip hop emotions and singing are one of the two factors that Drake has always started off with. You can go back to when, you know, so far gone came out, he was sort of revered as, as like, Oh, he's combining two elements in, in one song, but then you could also go back and say, Oh, oh cool. Jay did this too. And he kind of led the way for Drake to do it. But Drake put There's it There's a mainstream
1: iteration of like the, of the stepping stones. that I feel like Cuddy, and Kanye right. kind of cultivated I, I think Drake was still early in his career.
0: Right. And I think with all the influences that Drake had around him, he was able to kind of bring forth a sound that was really refreshing and kind of put all of that together into one single piece. And now when you look at him, you could see other artists are sort of catering to what he used to do, influencing both of those, you those know, aspects of what we're getting with singing and rapping and kind of how you can combine them. Whereas now he's just trying to, Put out bangers that don't really hit as hard as they used to, just because he's thirty-four years old and it's not good as much we'll as we'll see. Be. I
1: won't, I won't count him out until until something comes out. I mean, we did I, just get the the de- Dark Lane demo tape. Uh, yeah, I think it, it's a good tape, but it's it's nowhere near it, the nowhere near where he needs I'm, to be. Yeah, exactly.
0: I just think with that with Dark Lane, it's it was apparent that they were just sort of throwaways and he just wanted to put music out to put music out and just kind of give a feel of where his sounds at. Um, But I totally agree with you. As far as the quality and the cohesiveness of that record, it's not really something to take, take really to heart. Um, It's definitely just something to listen to, especially if you're you're a Drake fan, you want to hear him. Um, That's something you could definitely go back to. I haven't really gone back to Dark Lane, but Time Flies. Me neither. And and Pain 1993 are probably the only two cuts I'm going to go back to on that. Uh, even no, know skip Chicago that Cardi freestyle verse. is really good yeah skip the Chicago freestyle
1: verse. is really good yeah Gi- Chicago give on got put wait, on the map
0: please just listen to giveon if you have not I,
1: I I don't know if you saw but someone uh this was like a couple weeks ago someone was uh like does anyone have any good r b recommendations you you, you said give the days I was on the Twitter and I oh no. like, Yo, you did it you gotta check out give and then it, my phone auto-corrected it to Gibson Oh shit! And I posted it. <laughs> I posted it without proofreading, and the guy was like, "Azizi Gibson," and I was like, "No, no, no! I no, no, Gibion." Auto correct got me.
0: That is amazing. I'm happy. I'm happy that Gibion is. If we could recommend artists, put it put together to an OTT, the word. Spread the word. Put, put together an ott label real quick. Gibion, uh, Juice World, Black, absolutely Black. If five artists. We'll do five artists. So, Gibion, Juice World, Black. Maybe City Morgue. I was just gonna say that. Wearing the hat and they dropped a song.
1: And Joey Badass, let's go light pack.
0: Honestly, yeah. <laughs> That's Segway. actually a really good five. That's a really good five. Joey Badass did just release three new songs, the light pack EP. Doesn't want it to be called an EP though. He says it wants to be referred to it as a pack. Joey has been on Twitter. He's been on social again. He's saying his mind, speaking his feelings. And he put it in some new, some new heat. Yeah, Joey heat.
1: Badass has been oddly vocal recently,
0: and I love, I love it. He's not. It, he, he also just said on Twitter, I don't, I don't care what anyone says about me saying stuff on Twitter. I say what I want. I don't have any regrets. And I'm like, yeah, Joey, you can do that. You're like one of the only people in the world that can do that. I'm proud of you. I wish, I wish I had that. But
1: nah, he definitely has some self control. Uh, oh, when it will. comes to exposing himself on the internet, he's definitely like <laughs> <Expose> smart. <himself.
0: laughs> he's definitely smart about it, at least. I mean, I'm happy yeah. that he's voicing his opinion, but these
1: songs—explanation,
0: so the no explanation—rather the light and shine. These three tracks kind of showed me the way in my darkness. Joey showed us the light. Do you think he I showed was, you the light? In my-
1: I was so happy with these songs. Uh, honestly, I was sitting in my uh, garage um and uh it was it was thursday night and i saw that these songs had released so i turned them on and i listened to them three times the whole like three songs three times in a row like the last two times just like really like getting into the lyrics and like dissecting them Uh, just great great content from joey i think that that pusher t verse was well placed
0: I think Pusha um, bodied that entire his entire verse on
1: that song. That no hook on that song is so good. And the sample is, on Shine I mean, is really good, too.
0: The beat and sample on Shine is great. I think Joey has some of his best bars on it, to be honest. Honestly, I do feel like the content of his lyrics sort of get lost. Sometimes I feel like he sort of veers away from the main message he's trying to put across. And they're not super, super strong, but they're there enough to make you keep listening, in my opinion. Um, but regardless, the production on this is flawless. Joey sounds great. Push is a, an amazing ad on this. And I think I think Push teased some new music in his verse. He's like, watch out for the next summer. Teasing that new, new next summer. Oh, so I'm, yeah, hoping, yeah. I'm hoping that we get another Push record just because we've been sitting on Daytona for about two years now. And yeah. we've, been I, cons- I, we've been
1: getting consistent verses from him, though.
0: Yeah, which is what I'm happy about. I actually went back into Daytona over the weekend from this joey record just because i just want to hear what push put out last because when i heard him say oh watch out for next summer i'm like oh my god i gotta go back to daytona real yeah. quick and see what he just did and of daytona course the Grey album. amazing there's not a miss on daytona like actually I, yeah
1: i couldn't be more excited for for anything that uh both of these guys have coming out i think joey badass um it was interesting to me because given given social climate and i know we talked about this already like uh people's obligation to um address social social scenarios um but i think that he kind of took more of the just making uplifting music route i think that he did a similar thing with a couple of the tracks on um all All american badass where Mm. he He's speaking vaguely on things going on without like mentioning specifics, but uh, the, the, the tone of the music is what really makes it appropriate for the time. I feel like it just makes me feel better about society in general.
0: I agree with you just because I feel like it was curated in a very special and particular way to kind of portray that and get across the message that you just said. And I agree with you. I I think taking that uplifting route is kind of what Joey's best at doing. If you go into All-American Badass, it's sort of raising awareness for these issues and not really getting into any specifics, but telling you how it is in his personal and in his mind. And I think with this EP, you can kind of take that same way and, and you know take that as far as you need to just because he's saying the things that he wanted to say. And like I said, the bars aren't as crisp on this, but they are strong enough to make you keep listening and make you think like, okay, this is a really good EP. He put some time and effort into this. And Next level with musicality that, though. Exactly. It really is. I mean, if you, if you really dive into this and really listen to all the percussive elements and what kind of samples he's got going on, like you said, the No Explanation sample is probably the best on this. But for me personally, I'm going to take Shine just because that song is a heater. Joey I love great.
1: I love it when rappers have that kind of um, that kind of sample in their songs, and then they lead into it, like uh, at the end of the first verse on Shine. He says, "You know I got it, know I got it," and then the. And then shine. I love that. Shine, shine. I thought that my was My life, good. my life, my life, my life. Dude, what other
0: sample was that, or what other song was that sample used in? I'm trying to think. My life, my life, my life, my life. Oh you know, man, while, that's gonna...
1: while we're, while we're still talking, I'll I'll look it up.
0: Oh my god. If you find that, that'd be legendary moves right there. I promise you. I think Joey's I guess niche in a way is sort of continuing to bring I I know it's not necessarily coke rap. I know it's not necessarily boom bat. It's sort of in the middle between both of these i guess production wise in a sense just because he's able to kind of go back and forth between both of these genres and do it as well as possible and especially in this ep you really hear him trying to decipher the problems going on especially in society and with all the social injustice that's been going on in the past few months actually you know forever in a sense um you could really really hear the creativity and the curation on this. And it's 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 effortless in a sense of him trying to put that out. And, you know, he's been teasing it on Twitter for a couple of weeks and then it finally dropped. And I think it was all that it li- needed to be. I think the hype lived up to it. And I think if I'm going to take a track off this, it's going to be Shine just because that song is – you end it on a firework, I'll never forget it.
1: And I feel like most Yeah, people- I think it was a buildup for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that No Explanation is probably – Personally, my favorite track. Uh, I just love that hook. Yeah. I think Joey, Joey's singing voice is. Um, I, I like him him singing. I, I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give a take here. I, I like his singing oh, almost go. more than J Cole's.
0: Oh yeah, J Cole's singing really isn't. You know, it's good. It's
1: just he's been know. getting better though. J Cole's is, singing uh, on the on the uh, No Name Drift track, <laughs> 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 uh, Snow on the Bluff. Uh, um, <laughs> uh that was some really good singing but i think that joey's been doing it a lot longer and he's had it perfected for a lot longer all i right. found the sample by the way oh my man, god actually dr dre sampled it on my life okay well here. there you go there you and go and then uh, flatbush all. zombies um that's where it's from that's the they song I sampled it, it on friday yes i couldn't remember
0: i i've definitely heard that sample before on somewhere i couldn't remember it was definitely Flatbush and Dre. I haven't heard that Dre song in a minute, though. Yeah. What was the last time you, you listened to Dre? about Dre? Have you forgot about Dre? Nowadays, everybody <laughs> want to talk and you got something to say. I listened to, to
1: 2001 like not that long ago. Probably a couple months ago. Oh, really? I listened to The
0: Chronic, actually, in January. Now that I think about it. I don't know why I listened to it in January. Oh, you know why? Because Circles dropped in January and I was curious just because I was thinking about hip-hop legends and I was like, oh, Dr. Dre's one of those. Let me see what he put out.
1: Yeah. Doctor just think, is so I think good. Mac
0: is I don't know, Mac's a hip hop legend no matter if you like it or not. Also, back to the singing thing with Joey, I think it's it's really cool to see, you know, rappers that are generally known for rapping and not singing get out of their comfort zone and try and sing on songs just because it kind of breaks that fourth wall between them and the listener. It's this is who I really am, and you're really breaking boundaries for yourself to put yourself out there more so than you would just because you know singing like i don't know about you but if you're in middle school and you're asked to sing like in front of the entire lunchroom or whatever you're going to be scared you're going to like really reveal yourself and if you're a good singer or whatever but if you're rapping you can kind of hide behind you know being hard and you know awesome lyrics and having all these crazy bars and and these flow and the intricate pattern whatever but if you're singing like, yeah. you're kind of out in the open you know like you're kind of yeah, revealing yourself yeah also soul. there's
1: there's so many like rapping realistically speaking is like very I mean this this is super general statement, but generally you're using like your more or less speaking voice, just more rhythm rhythmically
0: R- rhythmic um,
1: speaking voice. yeah, exactly. but I, I think, think so that too. I think that this is probably a good segue into the kid Leroy because he, oh man you know, his delivery his delivery when he's singing is just so like it, it feels like he's like exposing a part of himself.
0: It it really feels like he's cutting off a piece of his heart in every single song and he's just putting it out there for everyone to listen to. He's so Kid Leroy, so
1: he's got time to like like we, work on her sound. This but might be I the, think that he's
0: got a good one right off the bat, you know. It's really insane how talented this kid is. And I think this is the what the third or fourth podcast in a row where we've talked about him. Kid Leroy dropped a single, dropped Tell the Me single Why from so from his to. debut <laughs> album releasing seven twenty four, Fuck Love. What a fitting title for a 16, 15 year old. I don't even know if he is experienced love yet, but I guess teenage love at the same time, you know, puppy puppy love. I mean, that's, it's, it's good. I I love the anime cover, by the way, whoever drew the anime graphics for him on, on this are just splendid. They're, they're really super for
1: for us. Can
0: we make anime graphics? I don't know if I can do that. I'm not an anime designer. I wish I knew how to
1: draw it though. Yeah. We just need to find the people who draw for like Dragon Ball Z or something oh my god i i would love that i, would I like put, this like, new single i like this new single the only thing the this is such a stupid issue to have with him but my only issue with the kid laroi is he always names oh no. his songs like something like that makes me think of something else like tell like, me why i can i can't like like picture the song for mm-hmm. lack of better terminology yeah uh Without thinking of like, tell me why ain't nothing. nothing b- <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Dude, so I keep thinking it's he a cover makes you that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bro, <just> like, Stop.
0: <laughs> I can't, I can't with you today. Just because it's your birthday is so unreal. <laughs> just because Dude, but he does
1: he does really good covers though. I've noticed. I heard he really a, does. I heard He's Bibby, good. little Bibby listening to a cover of the Kid Leroy covered Wonderwall that's like one of my favorite songs of all time he's he's i don't know
0: where he came i mean obviously he's from australia and he's been on the scene for about a year and a half now he's been really putting off this album i mean he's really gotten popular without barely putting out any music he only has eight official songs out right now and most of them are features and it's crazy to think that he's as popular as he is right now at the age that he is i mean he dropped 14 with a dream last year on soundcloud and he linked up with juice and great a and that was it. His, his career kind of skyrocketed after that and just not even releasing music. But now, after this album, after the upcoming album, rather, after this single, you kind of are ready to hear what he's got, and I, I, yeah. I think I'm more than ready to hear what he has. And obviously, his voice is just—I
1: want to hear a full project from him. Uh, it's I, time. Just it,
0: want to it's see t- how it is. It, it's definitely or, time to hear a full project from Kid Luride. It's one he thing has,
1: to release like hit after hit for singles, but it's a whole other thing to make like a project that I'm going to go back to.
0: I know, and I'm excited because I think I'm pretty sure Go is going to be on that album with Juice World, so that'll be great. And if you go into the lyrics of "Tell Me Why," he also says, "Watch my idols fall in front of me." and I automatically thought of Juice in the Chicago airport. I'm pretty sure his entire team was with him at the time. And I guess telling me why is just – Leroy really shouting out to the heavens and being like, why are things the way that they are? I don't understand why this is happening the way it is. And he sounds visibly upset and he he really put his heart into this song. And like he does every single song too, his voice just has a way of portraying that pure raw emotion that I don't think anyone else is able oh, yeah, to do he, right he goes,
1: now. That's, that, was the, uh, that was my point with the, with the segue was that he yeah. like you can feel like the uh, like it's, I, I want to say like guttural, like um, Yes, that's a perfect word for it. It's very, very raw vocals you couldn't auto tune that kind of thing in, so uh, it's just very important if any. If any, I also just don't want little. people to think that we are uneducated because I've seen <laughs> a lot of, um, especially on YouTube, a lot of talk of uh past controversies in his career, and oh, I think, yeah, that yeah, my personal perspective on that is that he was 14 years old, and a lot of that has to contribute be contributed to by like people who are managing him and stuff. Right. And And it's like separating the art from the artist, but also like, I don't think that there's much separation to do here. I think that he was a kid who was facing success at like such an unimaginably young age. Real, Uh, Like inevitably you're going to make a couple wrong steps and um, the only thing you know, that you can do now is work past them and try to gain as much success as possible. And,
0: and yeah, and we don't know the full entire story, but I do I do know what you're talking about. Nama. I think he started making music when he was 12 years old, and I think he made good friends with the producer out in Australia. And they spent all their time together, and he was really working on Leroy because he knew he was going to be a big thing. And then Leroy was presented with, you know, a major label, you know, record deal and he kind of said goodbye to Australia and he went to go chase his dreams. And as a 14 year old kid leaving, you know, the person that brought you up in the dust, I don't know if that's true. You know, maybe that producer is with Leroy's team. Maybe he's with grade A now. Like I don't really know the full story, but you can assume that you could give him the benefit of the doubt just because he was so young. And if you had money in your face when you're 14 and you're coming from like not the best place in the entire world, granted he's from Australia, but still, on the other side of the United States where you could be a major label recording artist. I think at fourteen years old I'd do the same thing,
1: in my opinion. Yeah. I mean who knows? We don't know any of the context. So I think that yeah. all we can do as as people who are speaking on the music is at least bring awareness of the fact that there might be something like that. But uh, I don't really have any like real comment on it. I just thought I, yeah. I, I would say something because it's definitely I don't important want people to know. To see us like uh, him. talk yeah. about him and then think that we're not doing our research in terms of yeah. of who he is as a guy i mean we, Grant, we can he, definitely like, yeah. 16 you know i i had no idea what i was doing when i was 16 exactly and i'm sure he probably feels the same way he's i mean getting, he's he's getting success but he's also getting robbed of like a normal normal childhood so there's yeah. there's pros and cons to every circumstance well
0: let me ask you this would you rather be a disney star at 16 or would you rather be a
1: rapper at sixteen? I'd rather be a rapper at any, at any time, but <laughs> uh, I, I think there's probably less likelihood of you getting screwed over if you're a Disney star because everything's <laughs> in contracts. Absolutely. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, we talk about the kid Leroy so much. It's it, just because it's so hard to not notice his talent and what he's able to do on songs. But yes, I think it is important to know important to note rather uh, what kind of, I guess, sketchy upbringing he had. It's kind of relatively unknown just because he's so young. Um, but credit to you and my... And for bringing that up, that's good that the listeners should know that. If you want to know more about that, there's definitely tons of videos on YouTube about it. Just go make sure you find that. Um, yeah, I I'd think say he, take
1: everything with a grain of salt too. I mean, yeah, he's a kid. He he's got. There's adults involved in his career that realistically are probably doing the the most of, of the, the yeah. legwork in terms of of, of um, business. Um, and so I don't know. There's context to everything, right? Yeah, I agree with
0: you. And I guess this kind of leads us to one of your favorite artists right now. You're actually wearing their hat. We just talked about them right now. City Morgue single. Hurt World single. 99. I, I'm going to let you speak on this, and I'll kind of give my thoughts on the record as you talk. So what what, what are we taking away from City Morgue, the god?
1: I do. I just – every time I listen to City Morgue, I, I equate it to, like, cracking my knuckles because it's just, like, oh. feels like You're a good like, – like, just a release of pressure, you know what I mean? That's um, great. I think that listening to this song, I-, I was expecting content. I mentioned to you that they recently, I- I'm not exactly sure the 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 verbiage of their deal, but they have more control over the release of their music as of right now. So Zilla uh, got on Instagram live and was uh, saying that, you know, him and Sosmola were going to be releasing more, so more music. And they're coming out with um, a... Uh, a mixtape tentatively scheduled for the end of the month uh, called toxic boogaloo and i think this is the initial single from it uh can't say i was disappointed whatsoever honestly i generally look at um city morgue is kind of being carried by zilla but sauce mula did his thing on this track too uh enjoyable listen and I, i i was bumping this in the car like all weekend so See, I was actually kind of going to cater to that thought
0: where Zilla basically carries City Morgue, but I also agree that Sossmullet did his thing on this just because this track literally... I don't know what it was. As soon as you sent this to me, and as soon as I realized that you sent it to me, I listened to it right away three times in my car driving home from work, and I immediately just felt like I wanted to drive 75 miles an hour, head-banging, trying to go through all the cars, just... Like you said, a release of pressure, cracking your knuckles, I feel like that's the perfect way to describe this track off their upcoming mixtape. If it is, I hope it is. But you get that really pinch loud rock and roll guitar and you got Zilla's vocals right off the bat. I think that hook is probably one of the things I'm going to be taking away most from this just because it's it's straight in your face, it's so punk rock, and then you have this hip-hop trap beat behind it and it just kind of meshes all together and it makes makes like a nice little birthday cake for
1: I. No, one of of my best friends is huge into the San Jose punk scene. Uh, So I was hanging out with him this weekend, and I showed him the song, and he was like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like, uh, I don't know how many of our listeners ever actually listen to City Morgue, but uh, the the origin story there is that they were a punk band, and their drummer was trash. So they bagged the drummer, and they hired a producer who does 808s, I believe tracks. Um, Drax. and so that was kind of the whole birth of of City Morgue. And they uh, six nine got his sound from City Morgue. It's been like it's documented. Um, he has a, a huge conflict with Zillakami, uh, but yeah, they hate each other. They hate each other. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it's big hatred they, on they both literally sides. Hate, there. They
0: literally hate each other,
1: <laughs> which is crazy because they have they have some like actually decent tracks together uh there's one called helsing station super good um but city morgue's definitely underrated in terms of their influence on on the current landscape of hip-hop
0: exactly and i feel like they're also one of the few artists to do this pop punk actually not even pop punk like it's not pop punk at all sorry sorry Hardcore punk punk. rock and roll and hip hop altogether, I think Vic Mensa yeah. and '93 Punk X is probably the only other artist that I can think of off the bat that kind of you know puts those two elements together well. Um, Vic obviously is you know a fantastic rapper, and he's experimenting. I think he dropped that album with '93 Punk X last year. I think I want to say 2019. Um, City Morgue, though, I feel like they are the leaders in this genre, and I feel like competition is needed for them to get stronger. Um, but they're in a league of their own right now, and I don't think anyone's gonna be stopping them in this sort of young game. I think Ghost Main also kind of brings that to the table as well. Um yeah. any other any other punk rock hip hop artists you can think of that kind of just fit into that category where City Morgue
1: is? Kind of Suicide Boys, but kinda not. Uh, yeah,
0: I'd say Suicide Boys too. I mean, they're more they lean more towards like trap, if anything. They definitely have I, punk of an undertones.
1: City Morgue definitely embraces the the Uh, rock side of it more so than most of the artists that are in their relative competitive uh, range but i think that city more has just crazy diversity i mean zillikami specifically uh just brings so many different sounds to the table and then this this otherworldly energy i i know i mentioned to you that i mean i'm wearing the hat from the concert but my last absolutely the last concert i got to go to before everything started getting shut down Was a city morgue show in in San Francisco, so uh, absolutely otherworldly energy. I can't even describe.
0: Did at that concert? Did they play? uh, Did Zilla play Rocket
1: Man live? No, dude. I don't think he'll ever play it. I wish that song is unreal. When we talk about, they did play. um, Where's my head by the Pixies, which is random. Did they
0: really? That's a great song.
1: I feel like
0: they would also like be that like group that would play Heads Will Roll. I don't know. I yeah. feel like they just put their own spin on it. I think that'd be really cool. Rocketman by Sony. They really take their
1: inspiration from multiple genres. And uh, I mean, they showcase it amazingly. Uh, I, it was interesting watching uh, City Morgue videos with my friend who's more uh, more uh, in- entwined with the punk side of things um, because he, he was pointing out, like, oh, they're wearing merch from this band or. Their, uh this is an allusion to this song or something like that and yeah I thought it was really cool to see that they pay homages that they know that the classic hip-hop fan uh, might not pick up on but it's just they're just about as true to their artistic self as you could possibly get.
0: Yeah. And that's why I appreciate both of them just because they're so good at what they do and they're still relatively unknown right now. And I feel like it's only going to be a matter of time before their sound is really, really picked up on. And like, like I said, like you and I both kind of gravitate towards that really grunge sounding music. We really love unique voices and talent where it's due. And you know i'm a huge nirvana fan i know you like nirvana as well i just feel like with all this grunge rock that yeah. we've been kind of exposed to this is sort of you know right up our alley in a sense of kind it's of it's the
1: perfect harmony of
0: just those yeah the it's perfect harmony love. of all the things that we love all together at one, which is great just because that's why i appreciate city more just because they're able to do it so well and it's not corny and it's not over the top and it's not overwhelming or underwhelming it's perfect in the sense of what they're trying to do and i appreciate that and this song i hope it's on their next their next project i really do because this song should is is a lead single for the ages with this guy with these dudes
1: i'm hoping to see some uh collaborative efforts uh from city more kind of more out of their wheelhouse i feel Um, like
0: with them i guess collaborative efforts you think they would probably go like a hip-hop route in a sense mm -hmm. i try and like maybe link up like an internet money sort of artist i don't know i feel like that might be a weird connection but you know it could work in a sense
1: yeah, I mean Imagine they do if, have a yeah. little they have they have a little bit of material that's more melodic that I think yeah like an E and D or something could fit on Yeah do you a, think uh, like
0: uh, like a baby voice like the baby voice Kings of low key and Ty baby Fontaine Dude, Zilla, Zilla, Zilla baby, baby voice
1: sixty year old cigarette smoker voice. Oh my god. The baby <laughs> voice kings and
0: <laughs> I don't I don't think the baby voice would work on their track. But there actually is the baby voice duo and Ty Fontaine and Low Keyed coming out with deuce and juice oh. you just played this song before we recorded and you were vibing so hard it was your I first like listen. i like it a
1: lot i need I, to hear your reaction it's, it's some prime baby voice to be honest I I, I I like it though i think that the baby voice in general like if we're looking at the whole like soundscape i think that it's super hit or miss depending on the artist but lil Keed almost exclusively does baby voice and Ty Fontaine is not a stranger it's, to it. I think that yeah. they work together really well on this on this beat. It's very airy, yeah, heavy eight oh eights. Um, I th- enjoyable track for sure.
0: Definitely, and I think Bath Storm himself, Taz Taylor, would be proud that you said that. Just because this beat is very hard, Internet Money. Uh, definitely putting these two together ty fontaine's one of the more newer artists to internet money and he's probably arguably the most talented on that label right now he's able to do a lot of different things with his voice he's he's kind of gone into sort of that rock song type beat in a sense on moments on his debut album 1800 and you know this is his first single since his album with low-keyed and both of them playing off the baby voice very well in my opinion i feel like like you said it's very hit or miss in how you want to portray it but you know this song is great i i i with me in the past i've said that i've kind of grown tired of Keat and what he's able to do and i've kind of sort of veered away but this song really kept me interested in what he was able to do as far as the bars he was spitting how he sounded how he was mixed all of it just kind of came together really nicely for me and it's it's hard just because we hear so much more baby voice nowadays than we used to Playboy Carta used to be almost exclusively baby voice he was the only artist that would be out and doing it and it was his thing, but now we have all these other artists trying to touch on it, i.e., Drake on Greece for some reason. Trippy Red, <laughs> Trippy Red as well. His—I don't even know if that song's going to come out by him or he sounds Hello like Kitty? party. Yeah, you think it's going yeah, out? It's out. actually, it's out. What did I miss it? It's been out.
1: It's been wow. out, it's been oh out for a couple months.
0: Oh my god! Actually, Hello Kitty's been out for that long.
1: But it's not—it's not under his name. His artist dropped it, so it's—it's it's by some kid named Sunny. Oh,
0: okay, maybe that's why I didn't even know it was out. Pretty good song though. Might be listeners. Might be listeners.
1: My Hellcat go Meow. Meow.
0: I feel like Trippy Red needs to drop Pegasus soon. I don't know. Oh yeah.
1: I think that it was supposed to it's supposed to come out this upcoming week, right?
0: I think so. I'm not hundred percent sure. Don't quote us on that, you guys, but definitely by next podcast we'll know for sure whenever his next is going to be dropping. I hope it's soon, just because I mean we already kind of touched on Trippy's you know twenty five track album length for this one, and plus a deluxe that might even come out. I don't know. I feel like we're gonna get sort of that rock song type vibe, just because Dreamer was uh, explicitly a
1: rock song. So I'm hoping that he refines that sound a little bit before putting out a full length project of it. But yeah, we'll
0: see. I'm hoping so too, just because I love Trippy and I just want him to you know put his best, best foot forward in a sense of putting out new music
1: yeah i think that's i think that's a fair take
0: with this ty fontaine low-keyed song where do you see ty fontaine moving from here i mean he did he just dropped his album a couple months back on the internet money collective ian dior just dropped his album from internet money do you think that ty fontaine can be one of those premier artists for this label as internet money continues to grow
1: yeah I, i think that ty fontaine has plenty of uh growing to do um both commercially and musically. Uh, but I, I, I mean, looking forward to it, there's no lack of potential there.
0: I think so. I, I think as though we're going to be waiting and seeing to see what he's able to do. But everything I've heard from Ty Fontaine to this point is, you know, been masterful in a sense of what he's able to do with his voice. It's definitely captured my attention as far as what he's able to put on different sorts of vibes on each song that he does and it's it's crazy to see and i'm, I'm a fan he, he's made a fan out of me and i'm happy to see it
1: love it honestly i can't Do you love to, it I, I can't wait to hear what he's he's coming out with hopefully Auden he's pod. leading into a project
0: i hope so i really want another ty fontaine prod uh on podcast related what are you doing for your birthday
1: today uh we're well i love mediterranean food so Hell yeah we're about to get a fat mediterranean feast going tonight Ooh. And uh, other than that, it's mostly just hanging with the fam, bam, kicking it. I love it. I was really, I was really excited that our uh, podcast landed on my birthday because this is the most fun thing that I'm doing in my life right now. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, same here. <laughs> I mean, it's just a it's a free on time. Zoom
1: and talking about music for two hours can't really can't really get any any better than that. So,
0: can we complain about it? Nah, because it's yeah. fun we're out we'll here never. we're trying to do our best for our, for our base for our listeners and like i said we appreciate you all and i think that's going to do it for this this time you guys Namai, everyone wishing my happy birthday if you can go follow us on twitter at off xdx top and please try and find us on soundcloud and spotify off the top podcast my closest out here birthday boy all
1: right guys uh as my as my co-host always says <laughs> follow us at top. okay <laughs> never forget it's it, it. We'll, it's we'll important have that it's drain. important I'm gonna get that tattooed <laughs> on me at some point <laughs> but yeah guys uh take it easy yeah, we'll see y'all next week guys keep it sleazy oh yeah. wow. S- S- i right, guess take care. We'll see you guys next week. I'm a I don't settle for less. I'm a slap box of bird and then turn down the nest. I'm a champion. Try and put me to the test. I'm up all day and
0: night, and I don't need no rest. Keep making this music because my music slap Give me some money. y'all want to pay back. No ADHD, but I can't stay on track 24 7. All I do is foul. All the ladies want me because I look like a snack. Send me a nude. I will not send back. I'm a flirt, baby girl.